What are you doing for the holidays? I've been hearing this question quite a bit as I'm recording this on American Thanksgiving. What I'm doing for these holidays, for this holiday season, is coming back home. Coming back home within myself and building a tapestry of meaning, ritual, intention, and joy within my family unit that is my other home. This short transmission is your invitation to come home to yourself. This is your reminder that you hold a powerful frequency. Most likely you are oftentimes the most powerful person in the room. And that comes with the knowing that your frequency matters because it impacts everything and everyone around you. So when you choose fear or defense or withdrawal, that invites everybody around you into a disharmonious frequency that perpetuates itself and creates the kind of holiday experience that you want to numb down with food, with wine, even if it's natural wine. But what if you remembered that any room you walk into, any invitations that anybody sends your way, you don't have to accept. Any disharmonious or clingy or naggy or curious, but not from a what's possible kind of curiosity, but from an assessment and judgment curiosity. Whenever that comes your way, you can kindly and politely decline energetically or with words or with both. Remembering that your peace is powerful, not because you have created a life where you have sheltered yourself from any external disturbances, but because your internal peace is so powerful and so radiant and so self-sustaining that nothing that happens on the outside can throw you off balance. Christina Marie, who is the fiance of my dear friend Aaron Rose, recently put into words a concept that I have been invited to live in my everyday life for the past year. Ever since I started the series of podcast name changes and all my social media handles and like a true big unification and clean out. And she said that you are not chosen. You're the one who chooses. And so that power of choice, that power of remembering that yes, you are a powerful being and yes, you are weaving your reality with every word and with every thought. And like my friend Heather Hoffman says, you cannot fake a frequency. And that is so true. No matter what you put on the surface, whatever you emanate is going to come from the deep treasure troves of what actually feels alive in you, no matter how much you try to cover it up or pretend to others and to yourself. So how can you enter this season of uniting with perhaps your earth and blood family, or with yourself from a place of unification and from a place of trust that all of you is welcome, all of you is valid, and that you are the creator of your experience.
a quote that I keep coming back to around holiday season and any time that I am reunited with my family is, this is by Ram Das. If you think you are enlightened, go and spend a week with your family. That is so true. And I've had so many moments where I've done meditation teacher trainings and yoga teacher trainings, and then I go back to my family and it feels like all these past versions of me and the way that my family sees me, all the smaller ways of being are reactivated and they feel like my reality again. And I keep wondering, is all the work that I just did, did it just go into nowhere? The reason we get activated so much sometimes with our family is not because even of how they perceive you, but because of all of the versions of you that you still have not forgiven, integrated, and learned how to love. So your only task really, when any triggers come up around your family, are can you forgive yourself? Can you love yourself? Can you embrace yourself? And can you trust that all those versions of you and all those expressions of you existed when they existed because that was all you knew and that was perfectly orchestrated and divine. And so your work is not so much to, even through your own enlightenment, to cause enlightenment in those around you, which I've experienced as well. When I'm truly able to stay centered in my peace and in my center, I receive invitations from my close family members, some of them who don't have any interest in this kind of spiritual awareness. I receive the most profound invitations to go there. And miracles have occurred in that space beyond any logic, beyond any explanation, ancestral healings that I didn't even know needed to happen. So yes, through us embracing our own peace, we definitely cause ripples of peace around us. But your job is not even that. Our job is to integrate all of ourselves and let go of any idea that we know what is better for anybody around us from how they view us and our decisions to how they live their lives. That's none of our business, and none of that is a reflection of how enlightened and spiritually developed you are. The triggers will keep coming in. The relationships in your life will keep bringing growth opportunities. And how anybody around you is acting is not a measure of how far you've come. The only measure is peace. Peace that you can feel within and that spreads into everything you touch and that is deeply deeply felt and it makes a big difference but you can't focus on the external part all you can do is cultivate it within and then trust that everything else will happen on its own divine time as it is meant to last year i traveled to moscow russia and went on an ancestral journey i had this deep desire to revisit our country house where I would spend summers, oftentimes go mushroom foraging with my family, particularly with my grandpa Viva. And in my shamanic journeys and dream state, the place where I often go is that forest and those mushroom walks with my grandfather. So for me, it feels very alive and it holds such a sacred guiding space in my life. It's an energy that I access 
very often. And my grandfather is a guide that has been very present in my life ever since my very first microdose of mushrooms years ago. So I insisted that most of the female members of my family, my sister, my mom, my nieces, to go on a road trip and to visit the country house that none of us have been to for about a decade. And so we arrived there. And at first it was almost impossible to get in because it has become this gated community and you need access or you need to know somebody. We were able to climb in and access the area. And then once you pass the gated community, there's a pond and there's fields and then there's the forest. As we made it to the pond, what I started noticing was how abandoned it had become. That pond was used my whole childhood to water gardens and grow berries and grow cucumbers and all kinds of delicious things. And twice a week, the water would go on and everybody was waiting for that time and be prepared to water all the things that you want to water. And also maybe fill up the bucket that we would use to take showers, a barrel. Typically, we would collect rainwater but sometimes there wasn't enough rain, so we would use some of the gardening water for that. And so as we approached the pond, I was starting to not notice how abandoned it was. And then the moment I stepped into the fields, I couldn't even believe it because what used to look like a wheat field had become a forest. There were birch trees double my size, and you couldn't see in any direction you look because the grasses had become so high. We continued walking through the field, through all the tall grass. We approached the pre-forest, the area before the forest, with little forested alleys that lead to the forest. And at that point, I could not even believe it. It looked nothing like my memories, like my dreams. It was completely overgrown, wild. It looks like there's no people who walk around there anymore. And all of the paths that we used to take and all the mushroom spots that we knew were barely recognizable. We sat down, found some wild berries, and as we ate them, we made a plan for whether we want to even go in further just because of how physically hard it was to go through those grasses and trees and this wilderness that had taken over. And so in that moment, I realized that sometimes we get so attached to physical, earthly realm places, things, objects, storage units, when in reality, the snapshot of it that we hold in our heart, in our psyche, and in our soul is a lot more potent and alive than anything from the earthly realm could hold. And so as we enter this dark time of the year in Northern Hemisphere, it's been getting dark really early, what I am inviting my family and myself into, and I'm inviting you into, you are my family, is what are some of the things that are cluttering up your physical and energetic space that you just know is time to clear up? What is there no space for in 2023 in this new coming year for you? Anything that doesn't make you feel alive and make you grateful for being a human walking on earth at this time. Why are you holding on to it? What can you let go of? And what if December is a month of that shedding, of that letting go and reclaiming the power within, the power to travel through time and space, through intention, through the portal of your heart, 
remembering that you are a powerful weaver of your reality. And the way that you be matters. You walking down the street, the way you look at your neighbor, the way you drive your car, the way you carry yourself in a coffee shop or a grocery store, all of those things matter and they carry a frequency. So what if you walked like there's a miracle awaiting you everywhere you go? I had a miracle happen yesterday. (laughs) I wasn't expecting to share it, but it is coming up. And I know it is coming up for a reason, so I'm trusting that. So I have been really interested in ketamine therapy. Very curious about it, very drawn to it, and very clear that that is something I want to experience before I go into pregnancy mode, whenever that is meant to be. It's been in my energetic field, on my energetic to-do list. And while it was hanging out there on that shelf, yesterday I get an email from a person whose name I'd never heard, who works for a PR firm I'd never heard about, inviting me to a ketamine meditation in Austin with people whose work I love. And everything matches up. I'm going to be in town. I'm going to be available. And it was a full body yes. And so what I'm reminded of through that experience is when we create space for those miracles that we want to call in, by not cluttering up our field, by saying yes to things that are not 100% yes, we bring in those miracles so effortlessly. When we are an energetic match for what we desire, and we actually have the space in our lives and in our energy field to receive it, to hold it, but also to receive it, the act of knowing that you are worth it and that you are seen and that your prayer has been heard, the most incredible things happen. And the most divine weaving happens in ways that you could have never come up with. When we choose to stay in our center, in our peace, in our unity, in our integrity, in our humanity, and we choose to emanate intentionally our frequency in the world from a place of pure truth and aliveness. There's so many miracles that are available, and yes, even within your family gatherings. So that is my prayer for you. May your time with your family or without it during the holidays be expansive, be full of invitations for growth, miracles, love, peace, and joy. In order for two humans to get growth and a vault of awakening from a situation, you don't have to arrive at the same conclusion. All it requires is full presence, full unique presence from each individual. And the growth will show up in such different ways, in such different timing. So can you trust that? Can you focus on your own path without trying to overlook and influence other paths? And trust that it is all perfect. And what I'm going to leave you with is a short outtake from my upcoming track. A little bit of poetry about home. Here we go. A cluster of cells you travel through space. Leaving homes, building homes, seeking a home, a true home. But the home has been here all along. In every cell of your body, your beating heart, your life itself being lived full out is your art. That is it, my friends. 
Have a wonderful, beautiful week. Enjoy all of the magic and all of the beautiful invitations that occur when you allow yourself to explore the darkness and turn on the flashlight in the shadow.